Thank you for tuning in to the Javier Marquecho Show. Learn how to start, grow, and scale a business. I'm Javier, and I interview entrepreneurs, corporate executives, and thought leaders, and share their story on my website at JavierMarquecho.com. We're joined today by Ludovic Huro, the CEO and co-founder at Shaper. Shaper is a mindful networking app that makes meeting new people seamless and meaningful. The goal behind the Shaper project is to make connecting with like-minded professionals easier so people can spend less time looking for the right people to meet and more time talking with them. Ludovic was previously the founder at Attractive World, a premium online dating company which was acquired by Affinitas, a German company. Ludovic's mission is to help you meet and connect with inspiring people to shape your life. Hi, Ludovic. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, Javier. All right. Thank you. And uh, so my goal for today is to share your story and talk about your journey of starting, growing, and scaling your business. I want to talk about the importance of networking, how to have the courage to start a company, how to grow a community, raise money, and also talk about competition. So the first question that I have for you is, uh, what does networking mean to you? To me, networking is, is a lifestyle, you know. I, I really love to meet people. To me, meeting people is the most fulfilling things that I, I do in my life. I think it's the best way to, to learn. It's the best way to, to grow opportunities in, in my life and to accelerate serendipity. And uh, that's why we, we, we wanted to, uh, to, to develop uh, Shaper. It's because it's exactly my uh, philosophy of life. And you say networking is a way to facilitate serendipity. So what do you mean by facilitating serendipity and why is it important for someone to uh, network with other people? Oh, it's just that I think that a lot of people, when, when they network because they need something, you know, it's very transactional. So you're looking for a new job and, and you get, you're going to start to network or you want to sell some products and you're going to start to network. But I don't think that it's the most effective way to network. I think that you need to meet people before that you need them. You need to create an authentic relationship. So when you meet people without expectation, you just exchange ideas, you help each other, you learn from each other, you, you create a very, very authentic relationship and opportunities grow uh, organically. Yeah. So you're saying... Uh that it's important to network with people not as a reason to sell something or to need something, but as an opportunity to just meet people and uh, have authentic relationships with them. Uh, you mentioned that there's on your website that uh, there's a book called Give and Take by Adam Grant. And that's yes. one of the things that you mentioned is important for networking. So what is important about uh, giving in terms of networking? It's it, it just that you know when 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 you when you give uh, without expectation, you don't you don't give to 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 receive from something. You you just create a very human relationship, and 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 you are we are human. When you you have a very you know uh, interesting conversation with someone, when you 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 get some inspiration, when you 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 create some feelings which uh, give you the the energy to 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 help him. Or help her. Uh, I think that's 
just it, it, it makes a lot of opportunities because uh, even if you don't expect anything, this person will think about you when she will have opportunities for you and she will connect you with the right person. So it's, it, it happened a lot in my life because I used to, to meet probably, I would say, between three and five people every, every, every week, five new people. And uh, I met a lot of investors, I met a lot of uh, business partners, a lot of friends through this, this, uh, this networking uh, coffee that I used to do. And it's because I didn't expect anything that I, I got a lot, much more than I could expect. And uh, we, we, we think that, you know, in, in today a lot of people are not fulfilled by their work. Uh, they don't really like the life that they, they are living. And probably that's the, the, the best way to, uh, to, to create opportunities in their professional life would be to, to meet new people without expectation. And so you created Shaper, and that's a way to facilitate networking uh, online. So it's a mobile app. Um, but why why is it important to have it online uh, versus going out to like networking events uh, or meeting them in person first? So uh, what's the benefit of doing this online? It's just that there are a lot of friction offline. For example, me, I am more an introvert, so I prefer the face-to-face -face, and I don't like to go to an event where I don't know anybody. And when you talk to someone, uh, it's just a small talk because they're talking to you 10 minutes and after they're going to talk to another one 10 minutes because they want to maximize you know, uh, the productivity of uh, their networking in, in these events. And me, I prefer to take the time to meet face-to-face and just you know learn from each other and you you, you cannot do it doing it in a in a networking event plus uh, in a networking event you you, you don't know uh, who you're going to network with you know uh, on shaper you you swipe every day up to uh, 15 new profiles based on your uh, professional interest your experience but also your passion and your location and and you really know what what kind of people you're gonna meet when you match with uh, with with him or with her on uh, on on cheaper. So I think that online helps you to to eliminate all the friction that you 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 have offline uh, in an event. Yeah, so who is the shaper app for? Oh, for a lot of different people. You know, we have people who, who just moved to a new city and we need to, to, uh, to, uh, to, to grow their, their professional network, but also, also to meet uh, new friends. We have a lot of entrepreneurs. We have a lot of people who just want to change their life. Uh, for example, I met someone who, who, who was trader in New York and he told me, okay, but I want to work in startup, but if I just send a resume, uh, it's impossible to, to, to have an interview. But if I connect with people in the startup or in the tech industry first, uh, after I, I, I can get this kind of opportunity to, uh, to, to work in a startup. So you have a lot of different uh, use cases for, for Shaper. And so earlier you mentioned that networking was really important when you were starting your company. Uh, so prior to starting Shaper, you also started another company, Attractive World, a dating site. But before that, uh, you worked in venture capital and leverage buyouts. So um, in working that industry, uh, why did you have the idea to start a company? I think that since I, I am uh, 
maybe five years old, I, want, I wanted to create my, my own company. Uh, but I started in, in finance in a private equity firm. Uh, it was very interesting. I learned a lot. Uh, but you know, I was 22 years old and I just wanted to create my own company. I had a, a lot of different ideas, but I didn't have the courage to, to quit, you know, because my mother was very proud. You know, I had a good salary. I had a carried interests. So, uh, I had uh, a lot of ideas in different industries. Uh, I was working in a, in a business plan, but when I needed to quit my job to do it, Uh, I didn't. I didn't do. So uh, three years after, when I was 24, uh, I was uh, working on this new idea about uh, a dating website called Attractive World, and I talked to uh, two of my best friends, and they and they told they told me, okay, Ludovic, stop working on new ideas if you don't have the courage to do it. You are 24 years old. You won't be fulfilled if you stay in your private equity fund, even if it's good for your ego or for your mother, or, but it's not good for you. You know, you really want to create your company, so quit your, your job. We will invest in, in Attractive World and, and, and you will leave this new adventure uh, alongside us. And it's what I did. Uh, at the beginning, I was very naive because I didn't know anything about tech. So I did not have a CEO as a business partner. So I made a lot of mistakes, but it was the right uh, time to market. People were more uh, patient about new products and uh, Attractive World became uh, one of the biggest dating websites in France. Yeah. So you said something really important that you felt that you were, or at least your friend said that you weren't fulfilled in the job. So how does someone find fulfillment in what they do? Just that you, you need to learn about yourself, you know, and your ego is very, very different from yourself. Your ego, maybe you want to have a very good job, a lot of money to show that you are someone smart, which will succeed in, in life. But inside you, you really feel if you, you, you love to wake up in the morning to, to go to work, you know, if you feel this excitement. And uh, I didn't feel it when, uh, when I was working in finance. It was very interesting. Uh, I was very grateful because, you know, uh, the, the managing director of the private equity fund trusted me a lot. He gave me uh, shares of the fund. He gave me uh, uh, carried interest. But it was good for my ego, but it was not good for me because I was not happy. Uh, and then when I started to create this company, it was in 2007, and in France, uh, it was not very trendy to create uh, its startup uh, at this time. You know, now it's very trendy, but in 2007, people thought that I was crazy when I, I left my job in private equity to, to, to launch a dating website. So it was very, very difficult to, to make this decision, but it was the best decision of my life. Yeah, so why would starting a company help bring uh, fulfillment and happiness? Why not get an, a different job or um, why start a company? I, I don't think that it's about starting a company. I think it's to do something which is exactly what, what, what you, who you are, you know? And, and me, I think that inside me, I am an entrepreneur. You know, I love to be an entrepreneur. I love to, to, to start from an idea and to bring together a lot of different people investors, business partners, uh, collaborators, employees about this idea and, and make it grow. You know, I really love that. 
I did it with uh, dating. Now I'm doing it with uh, networking at Shaper. Uh, but I really loved that. Some people maybe they like they, they would prefer to work in a non-profit company. Some people maybe they they, they prefer to create their bakery or, or to work in finance. It's just that I think that you 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 need to uh, to to learn about really who you are, what you really love, not your ego, just you. And if you knew exactly you know something which uh, fits with your vision of life, you will be happy and fulfilled. But it's not only about entrepreneurship. Yeah. And so you said you had to have the courage to uh, start your own company. So what was it that gave you the courage to start your first company? I think that I was very naive. <laughs> so it helps. And uh, my uh, two best friends, uh, really, really helped me to, to, to make this very tough decision. Uh, but otherwise, I'm not probably that now I, I would be still uh, uh, in, a, in a private equity fund if, if they were not there at this time to, uh, to help me to, to make this decision. Yeah. And so while you're working at your company, uh, you said you were meeting a lot of people. Um, were you doing that uh, prior to starting your company or after you had the idea of starting your company to meet with them for coffee or uh, have face-to-face? -face? You know, I, I think that I'm very, very curious and uh, I, I don't really like to read books. So since I am a child, I like to ask a lot of questions to, to people. And it's, it's what I did when I was a kid and it's what I'm doing uh, now. And I think that I, st I started to, to meet people and asking a lot of questions before being an entrepreneur. I, I really, really love to meet new people in very different industries, very different area, just to learn and, uh, and, and create this you know, human, very, very authentic and human relationship. Okay, so this is really interesting. When you go out to meet new people, how do you approach them so that they want to talk to you. That's why Shaper helped a lot because it was it was very difficult to do it. You know, before uh, I, most of the people I met was through uh, uh, a personal introduction from someone I already know. Uh, but it it it's um, I, I was meeting only people you know in my close circle. So if I was working in finance. I was meeting people in finance. Uh, if I work in tech, I was meeting people in the tech industry. But with Shaper, because I am a, a really, really big uh, power user of Shaper, because I, I, I used to meet a, a lot of people uh, in real life uh, on Shaper, and I, I meet people in, in very different industries. I met people uh, in sports, because I love sport. I met people in arts. I met people in politics. Uh, and of course, I, I, I meet people in tech because it's very important when you are an entrepreneur to meet a lot of people in tech to understand the future. Uh, but it's what I like is that you, 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 uh, you, you don't just need your network. You don't stay in your circle. You go outside your circle. You go outside your comfort zone to meet people who will really inspire you. When you were meeting people for coffee, what kind of questions were you asking about them? Uh, I think that I just try to uh, to get to know them, just asking questions about their lifestyle, about uh, their life, uh, about uh, you know uh, their values. Uh, just I, I I don't really know exactly, but I just ask questions to to understand 
uh, who is on, in front of me, uh, what uh, are their patients, uh, what makes them wake up uh, in the morning, uh, what kind of books they like to read. Uh, I don't know a lot of questions. It depends of, uh, of the context. Yeah, so what I'm thinking of is for people who are members of Shaper right now, one of the first things they might do is meet for coffee. So uh, learning about the kinds of questions you ask people and how to have build that relationship might help the users uh, learn what they can ask and to realize that they're not there to get something or to make a sale, but to build a real relationship with the other person. Yeah, and it's just the best thing to sell. For example, I, I, I was in New York last week and I met one of uh, our users. He told me that uh, he signed up uh, early February and he already met 50, per 50 people in person through Shaper. And he told me that uh, he made 10 deals with new clients. And just because when he starts the conversation and when uh, he, he, he starts, you know, the meeting, he doesn't expect to sell something, you know. They just talk about a lot of different things. And of course, he's talking about uh, his business and the service that he's doing. And if someone is interested, he says, OK, what, what you do is very interesting for me. Uh, maybe we can try to work together. Or maybe they said that, OK, I have a friend who is looking for uh, this kind of service, maybe I can introduce you because you create trust before. I think that people don't like to get tons of messages uh, on LinkedIn from uh, a business developer with uh, the same message, you know, uh, trying to sell something, you know. Maybe 1% of people uh, answer to this kind of mail. But when you, you just start the conversation and you just get to know each other, of course, if your service is interesting, people will will uh, will uh, will use it. And so, meeting people is time consuming, and it can take a lot of time. So, how how can you manage meeting so many people every week uh, through the app? Like, uh, at least you personally, how many people do you meet? Uh, new people do you meet a week? I think three to five people a week. Um, it's, it's easy, you know, uh, you have the breakfast, you have lunch, you have uh, after work. So usually I think I, I would say that I, I have probably 15, 15 meetings every, every week. Uh, most of the people, I already know them and I just catch up. And, uh, and I try to meet three to five new people uh, a week. And, you know, when, when I wake up, you know, I start with a breakfast at 8.30 a.m., uh, I, I am at the office at 9.30 or 10 and uh, I don't lose my time and the same for the lunch, you know, I never have lunch at, at, at my office. I always have a lunch with, with someone to catch up or someone new and uh, most of the time, you know, for example, we, we, we have been raising money uh, at Attractive World and at Shaper. At Attractive World, we raised uh, $6 million only with private investors. And uh, at Shaper, we raised $16.5 million only with private investors as well. And most of the time, the investor I met was through networking. I met some of them uh, on Shaper, but I also met some of them through uh, personal introductions. But, you know, I, I started the relationship with them 
without asking uh, to invest in, in Shaper or in Attractive World. And it's because we, we, we created this relationship that when I started the fundraising, it was very easy to say, okay, uh, you know Shaper, you know our strategy, uh, you know our execution. If you want, you can, you can invest uh, in the next round. And most of the people were very, were very eager to do it because they knew me and, and, and they knew that what I was saying was not bullshit. Yeah, so that's an important thing about uh, fundraising money. Do you think that you could have started Attractive World or Shaper without invest getting uh, investors and by bootstrapping the business? I don't think so. Not about maybe because it's this business are B two C business, uh, a B two C business, and and you really need to uh, to to build the platform to reach the critical size before monetizing. So it's, it's very, very difficult. You can bootstrap, you know, for example, uh, Attractive World, uh, we invested 100K with my friends uh, in 2000, early 2007, and we made our first fundraising uh, in May 2008. So it means that we bootstrapped with 100K uh, for almost uh, 18 months, which is a lot. Uh, at Shaper, it was different because uh, with, uh, with the success of, uh, of Attractive World, we raised $3 million before the launch. So it was easier to raise, to, to raise capital. But at the end of the day, I made some mistakes because I, I, I had this money maybe a little bit early. So uh, what I mean is that you can bootstrap like I did with, uh, with Attractive World. But if we didn't raise uh, money at Attractive World or at Shaper, it would be impossible to, to, to reach uh, profitability. Now, at Attractive World, for example, I started the company in 2007 and we became profitable in 2013. Yeah. But after, the business, the business was very strong and we started to distribute dividends. And, and uh, from 2013 to 2016, we distributed uh, almost $4.5 million of, uh, of dividends. Uh, but because we invested before to build the platform and to reach critical size before monetizing. And so, yeah, going back to the idea of starting a company, uh, you mentioned that you did some business plans early on, but with at least Attractive World or with Shaper, what kind of research did you do ahead of time to help you prepare to start the company? All right. You know, I analyzed, uh, I analyzed the market, uh, so uh, the, the, the size of the market, of course, uh, the competitors, uh, and to be honest, I didn't do it very well with Shaper. That's why we, 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 we had a, a big failure with the first version of Shaper in 2015. Uh, but I think that most of the entrepreneurs, you know, they are very, you know, maybe scared about talking uh, about their ideas because they, they, they thought that there is a risk that people could do it before them, etc. And I think that it's a, it's, very, it's a mistake. I think that you, you need to talk about your ideas to a lot of different people to really understand you know, the use cases and if, if, if the idea that you have uh, in mind is adding value for the, for, the, for the customer or for the user. And when you don't really want to talk about the idea because you are scared, because you don't want that someone steal it, you cannot really understand the different use case because you have the use case in your mind, but most of the people don't have the, the same expectation as you. And you cannot understand it. 
if you don't talk to them. So for Shaper, for example, we didn't talk about the idea uh, in uh, 2014 when we started to think about it. We launched a first product early 2015, and it was a big failure because it didn't add a, uh, have, it didn't add a lot of value. And then we uh, started to, 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 to do a lot of interviews. I made 150 interviews in New York to understand why the first product failed and how we can add more value to our users. And it's how we, 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 we have been working on the, on the new product of Shaper, so the current product. We really understand that there are a lot of use cases in, uh, in networking. People have, don't have the same expectation. And when we have been working on the algorithm of, uh, of matching, we knew the use cases, and so it was much easier to, to, to build it. You said you did interviewing with people. Um, so how much interviewing did you do, and how do you know when you're talking to potential customers enough feedback is enough, and now you can move forward with that feedback? Uh, so just... The idea of talking to customers and how much should you talk to customers to learn about uh, what to develop? I think we made 150 uh, interviews. Um, and it's an ongoing process. Of course, you, you, you start to work on the product in the meanwhile. But um, it's just that when, when we, 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 we were doing interviews, uh, we were discovering new use cases. So. If you, you, you keep doing interview and you already have the same, always have the, the same use cases, maybe you have to stop interviews and, and focus on the product developments. But if you keep doing interviews and you, uh, you discover a new use case, so it means that maybe you need to, to, to meet more people. And there are a lot, a lot of different use cases in networking. So um, what what would you say are some of the top use cases for networking that you've learned? Oh, we have seven main categories. You know, uh, you have people who move to a new city. So there are a lot of people in, in the U.S. Uh, who are moving to a new city. Fourteen percent of the American people are moving uh, to a new city each year. Uh, you have uh, freelancers, freelancers who want to develop, to, you know, to grow their, their, their network, to find new clients, but also to connect socially because they were saying that uh, they, they were feeling lonely, more lonely than when they're working in a, in a big group. Uh, you have uh, people who are looking for a new job, of course. You have people who are changing of career. You are entrepreneurs because they need to connect with other entrepreneurs, with investors, uh, with uh, co-founders, etc. Uh, you have people who, are, who, who want to start a new company and they are looking for co-founders. You have business developers. You have people who, who are traveling a lot. And uh, when you, you, you travel to Seattle for uh, one week, you, you want to, to, to network there. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of use cases. Uh, and that's why it was one of the main challenges, and still a main, one of the, the biggest challenge of Shaper, is to retrieve very relevant data uh, about our users, to understand what is the best use case, and how the algorithm has to work to match them with uh, the most relevant, relevant uh, people. Okay, so I want to just ask maybe one more question about uh, when you are fundraising money, uh, so when you 
or just in general, when you want to have business with someone, uh, you mentioned that uh, you initially have a conversation about um, just learning about the other person. But at what point does the conversation change to now I want to sell a product or I want to ask you to uh, invest in my company? So you were meeting people originally to just learn about them. But then how do you change the conversation to now be a business transaction? In my experience, it's not the first meeting. Most of the time, it's uh, it's not the first meeting I'm talking about fundraising, except, you know, if, if I am in the process of fundraising, and uh, of course, people know that I'm raising money and I want, I want to meet them because I, I'm raising money. But most of the time, it's not the most effective. The most effective is when you I meet, for example, an, an investor. Uh, we're not talking about uh, business, but of course I'm talking about uh, Shaper, about our vision, the new features, the business plan, why I'm so excited to, to wake up in the morning to, to develop it, you know. So I think that, you know, I, I, I pre-market, you know, the, 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 the fundraising. And... When I'm raising money, it's easier for me to call them back or to send them a message and say, okay, I'm raising money. Would you like to, to grab another coffee? Uh, and most of the time, they say yes. And uh, they are more confident about uh, Shaper and about uh, the team because they knew me before. Okay. So I, I want to talk uh, briefly about growing a company. So at least with your previous company, Attractive World, you did a lot of offline marketing to grow your company and you were meeting, uh, you had people out on the streets providing business cards and you did TV advertising. Um, and for Shaper, what did you do? How did you uh, launch Shaper to get uh, growth in the beginning? Oh, we, we started with, uh, with classic, classic uh, online advertising. So we have been advertising uh, in New York, you know, uh, uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, this kind of, or Instagram, for example. Then we, we did uh, some brand content because we, 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 we think that it's a very good way to, uh, to express the, the vision of, uh, of Shaper and the vision of networking. Then we, we uh, invested in the New York subway because I like the mix between uh, online advertising and offline advertising because online ad advertising has a better ROI, uh, but offline ad advertising uh, builds credibility and builds a brand. And uh, of course, in, in the startup business, there are a lot, a lot of, 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 of new startups, so it's very difficult to cut the noise. And when you start to invest offline, you cut the noise because all the startups cannot, cannot afford to spend uh, several hundreds of uh, thousand dollars to, to make a, a subway advertising or, or to make a, a TV advertising. That's why I like the mix between uh, online and offline. And now we are rolling out uh, a new feature on Shaper, which is a feature which uh, will help communities to, uh, to connect their member because we had a lot of communities uh, which came to see us and say, okay, you know, I, I, it's very important for me as a community to connect my member because it will strengthen the links uh, in my community. There are a lot of very good tools uh, as a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group, 
but it's one too many communication, but they are not designed to, 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 uh, to connect my members face to face. So I would love to, to, to leverage uh, the Shaper platform and the Shaper algorithm to do that. So what we did is that uh, we enable uh, for all these communities to create their own hashtag on Shaper. And for example, if I am an alumni of uh, Harvard, I can add the Harvard alumni hashtag on my profile. And every day, uh, I will have three people from the same community on Shaper that I can swipe. So on Shaper, you have 15 profiles every day to swipe. If I have one uh, community in my profile, I will get three profiles from this community. So it will be a very, very seamless way for communities to, to connect uh, their members on Shaper. And it's also a very good opportunity for Shaper as a platform to grow, since if all these communities, it could be a company, it could be a non-profit, it could be alumni organization, or every kind of community, if they start to promote their hashtag on Shaper, it will you know, grow uh, the, the platform in the same time. Um, I also noticed that you were uh, partnering with conferences. There was one in New York uh, that you partnered with a really large conference. Exactly the same concepts. We are partnering with uh, uh, a very, very good event called Synergy Forum, uh, which uh, bring together at the Madison Square Garden 5,000 5, CEOs. And uh, these uh, attendees will add the, the hashtag Synergy Forum uh, on Shaper, and Shaper will suggest uh, attendees to, uh, to, uh, to swipe every day. So you can connect before the event with, with uh, other people who go to the same event as you, uh, and, uh, and it's easier to, to manage your, your, uh, your planning the day of the event. Okay, so I want to just ask one question about like competition. So uh, there's other apps similar um, Attendify or Clarity FM, uh, LinkedIn, I think, might start a networking app. Uh, there's Weave.in. I think Bumble is also going to start a networking feature. Um, so how do you keep track of competition or how do you stay on top of it to make sure that you're like other competitors aren't taking away uh, the value from Shaper. Yeah, I, I, I think competition is good, you know, because we need to evangelize, you know, the networking. Networking is is not a very good word now, you know. People, you know, they don't like to network, they don't like to, to go to networking events. It's a little bit of pain. So we think that we need to evangelize networking and everybody in the world should spend one hour a week to meet someone new. So there are a lot of things to do. And uh, of course, Shaper is one of the biggest uh, networking apps uh, today. Uh, Bumble will launch uh, his survey, uh, their service. And I think it's a very good opportunity because if people you know, start to network more, it will, go, it will be good for Bumble, but it will be also good for, for, for Shaper because we are the leader in, the, in this space. Okay, that's nice. And so I just want to ask a few last questions. Uh, so what people have inspired you uh, in your journey? Oh, I met a lot of uh, inspiring people. 
Um, for example, I, I, I met uh, someone who is working in, uh, in advertising in New York. And, and when I moved to New York, it was very difficult, you know, to, to, to build very close relationships with, with people. It's not easy when you move to New York to, 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 to get some friends. And uh, I, I met him, his name is Landon, uh, and he became a very, very good friend. And I met him when, uh, when uh, Shepard didn't, uh, didn't work very well, you know. So it was a very difficult time for me because uh, uh, I was losing my confidence. Uh, I was not sure that the product uh, will take off. And, you know, I, I matched with him and I had this very, very inspiring conversation. We, he, he gave me a lot of ideas about, uh, about uh, the product and he told me that I really need to keep focusing on, on Shaper that is sure that it will be a huge success uh, worldwide. And uh, it was a very important meeting. And now it's one of my best friends in, uh, in New York. Nice. And have you had to make any sacrifice growing uh, either Shaper or um, your previous company? Of course. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, your life is not very easy. And uh, for example, when uh, when uh, uh, I I moved to New York, you know, I I, I had a, a girlfriend. We we uh, we were in relationship for uh, two two years, and I asked her to stop her work to uh, to 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 move uh, to New York with me. And because you know, I was very stressed because uh, of the failure of the first version, uh, because. Uh, uh, I was uh, I was going back and forth a lot. It was very difficult uh, for my relationship. And after uh, almost four years, uh, we decided to, to 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 break up because she 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 could not uh, live with uh, with an entrepreneur. You know, she she didn't really accept uh, my lifestyle. So yes, of course, when you are an entrepreneur and when you are uh, passionate about what you do, about Shaper, about, about the vision, you know, you, you spend a lot of energy for, for the business and to develop your projects. And sometimes your personal life can suffer about, uh, about it. And it's what I experienced with, uh, with, my, uh, with my girlfriend. Okay, so maybe really quick as a follow-up, for someone who is an entrepreneur, how can they keep their personal life while still working on uh, their business? <laughs> I think that the mistakes I did uh, with my uh, ex-girlfriend was that I I didn't involve her enough in the project, you know. And I think that to make it work, you really need to share a common project. And uh, if your girlfriend, I don't I don't mean to work with your girlfriend or with your boyfriend. I just mean to 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 uh, to involve, you know, and to 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 create empathy with the project. Uh, could help to uh, to to uh, to to make your uh, relationship work, but I don't have the solution <laughs> to be honest. Okay, well that's good. Involve the people who are close to you. Um, so, what are you most proud of of being an entrepreneur? I don't know if I am proud, but you know, I, I think that you know to wake up in the mor morning to be a uh, you know, uh, very, very happy about what you do. Uh, even there is sometimes, you know, it's very tough because uh, you, 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 you have some failure or, or there is uh, something that you don't really like and uh, that you need to accept in your, in your journey. Uh, 
so it's not easy every day, but you know, I'm very proud to do what I really want in my life. And uh, that's why I really love Shaper because it fits exactly with the vision I have for my life, you know, and, and to spend my time and all my energy to, to promote this lifestyle, I think it's probably the thing I, I'm the most you know, proud of. And if there is... So, so difficult to find meanings in your life. There are so many ways and, and some, most of the time you don't really know uh, what is the best for you. So I think that when you find it, you need to be very grateful. And if there's one piece of advice that you would give yourself uh, that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started, what advice would that be? Oh, there are a lot because I made a lot of, uh, of mistakes, but I, it's, it's all about knowing who you are, you know, knowing your skills, knowing, knowing what you really like to do, just to, to be surrounded with the right people. When I started my first company, I was very naive and uh, I did not have, you know, any uh, CTO or, or CMO and I made a lot of mistakes the first two years. So I think that it's very important to uh, not, maybe not to be too impatient to launch your business, to take the time to analyze the markets, to uh, talk to potential users, to uh, make sure that in your team you are very complementary from a skills perspective, but that you share the same value. And you're ready to, to launch uh, your startup. Okay, and if there's one key message you want people to remember about your mission or your story, uh, what would that be? Just that there is no, nothing more fulfilling than meeting new people and that you, you, you need to be curious, you need to be open-minded, you need to, to go outside of your comfort zone, and you need to use Shaper. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ludovic, if anyone wants to reach out to you or uh, get Shaper, how can they do that? Oh, they, they can download the app Shaper, S-H-A-P-R, uh, on the App Store or the uh, Google Play. Thank you. And so the mission of the Javier Marquecho show is to create a community around learning how to start, grow and scale your business. Once again, this was Ludovic Huro. Uh, he's a CEO and co-founder at Shaper. And as we learned, Shaper is a mindful networking app that makes meeting new people seamless and meaningful. Uh, the goal behind Shaper project is to make connecting with like-minded professionals easier so people can spend less time looking for people and actually more time talking with them. So Ludovic's mission is to help you meet and connect with inspiring people to shape your life. In today's episode, you had a chance to learn about his experience, and I hope you're inspired from hearing his story and take action and download the app and uh, reach out to him if you can. Uh, if you enjoyed this conversation, have future ideas for future episodes, or if you want to reach out to me, uh, you can email me at Javier at JavierMorquecho.com. Once again, it's Javier at JavierMorquecho.com. I'm here to continue the conversation and want to continue discussing topics that are important to you. So thank you, Ludovic, for being here. And thank you for everyone for being a part of the show. See you all next time. Thank you, Javier.
Dreams on landscape that never ends. 